Welcome back to the Solidarity Podcast, where we share stories to connect with one another, find comfort in life's challenges, and to celebrate the solidarity that is being a woman. I'm your host, Riley Q. So honestly, this week I was not going to record an episode, even though I'm not scheduled to take a break for a couple weeks, but I decided that I wanted to anyway, because God has been teaching me some stuff and Honestly, usually my episodes are like, I've written them, they're scripted, I've got it all ready to go, and this one is very much not, so bear with me. Um, I'm going to try and keep this short and sweet today because I know we're celebrating Thanksgiving this week, and um, yeah, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but maybe you can listen to this while you do some cooking prep or whatever you're going to do on your way to the store. I just want to share what God has been teaching me in my life recently um, and share some of the scripture um, because I feel like there's got to be someone out there that can relate. So November is usually my favorite month of the year. It's my birthday month. It's um, now Hayden's birthday month, my brother's birthday month. We've got Thanksgiving, jumping right into Christmas, got the like that pinnacle of the fall season going into the winter Christmas season. It's, it's just so much fun. I love it. Um, and this year, I just have not had the month that I thought I was going to. It's honestly been a lot there's been a lot going on. It's been one thing after another. There's been a lot of hurt and heartbreak and a lot of coping and processing on top of Hayden being sick and getting um, his first four teeth all in the same week and double ear infections and my own personal health stuff and um, dealing with things with my husband's job and there's just like been so much happening on top of family things and just a lot of spiritual warfare happening and it's really been discouraging and it's funny I I was asking God the other day I was in church and I was just crying listening to a song that we were singing um talking about just how we need how we need Jesus like that that's just the premise is we need Jesus. We need his strength. We need his peace. Um, we need his patience. And I'm sitting there trying not to just lose it in church. And I'm just asking God, why, why? And it came back to a, um, journal entry that I did a couple months ago that I was in a really good season of life. And I asked God to refine me and to break me down and, um, to work on me and just t- to make me better for him. Um, and that popped into my mind when I was sitting there singing and listening to that song. And it's just be careful what you ask for because God will deliver. He will break down every part of your life and then say, okay, praise me even now. Um, I was, not, I've not been feeling grateful, not at all for the season I've been going through. It's just been like literally one thing after another, sometimes multiple things in a day. Um, and I've had days that I feel like I'm just getting knocked down and I just cannot get back up. And I know you can relate to that. We all have those days. And especially as I'm going into toddlerhood with my son and, um, just navigating a lot of decisions, I have been having a really hard time 
praising God because it's like, okay, dude, why can't you just give me a break? Like, I have been serving you. I have been faithful. Why can't you just give me a break? And so the other day I went to my mom group and I almost didn't go because Hayden still wasn't feeling good, but I got my mother-in-law to watch him. Um, and I went and I was needing support that day and I did not felt like I got it. And I was really disappointed. Um, and the, uh, the lady who usually is there, who I would talk to wasn't there. And, um, I was just sitting there trying not to just cry, trying not to lose every part of what I had put together. Um, I had gotten all Keith that day because I wanted to, I don't know, I just wanted to feel good after not feeling good for weeks. And I was just sitting there asking God, like, why? Why aren't you giving me the support that I need? And um, they played that song, Let Me Tell You About My Jesus. And she sings, He makes a way when there is no way. Um, he rises up from an empty grave. And there's another line, but he says, she says, let me tell you about my Jesus and all the things he can do for you, all, all that he's done for me. And I heard God whisper like, yeah, you're still supposed to lean on me even when you're mad at me. And we need to lean into this hurt because I have something to show you and I want to refine you the way that you told me you want to be refined. And you can look for support in every earthly way, even in these Christian groups and even in these places that you're supposed to be feel safe. And I'm not letting you feel that way because I need you to be reminded that I'm you're still supposed to lean on me, even when you're not feeling grateful. And that actually was what they were talking about that today. That day was things, experiences that you had gone through and how you had felt um in them and if you felt grateful in them or how you learned to be grateful after and to praise God even through the storm. And it's like a lot of times I can't praise him through the storm. And that's something that I'm trying to work on. I'm really good at praising him after when I can see it in hindsight, but it's really hard to do in the midst of, and that's something that he's teaching me right now. Um, and so I just want to share a little bit of scripture that has come to mind and that um, he's brought me that I, I feel like I'm supposed to share um, and just kind of finish it out there because I know we are in a season of Thanksgiving. Literally, we're celebrating Thanksgiving in America this um, upcoming week. And I'm sure that there are some of you out there who are like me, who love this season and just this specific season is not going very good and you don't feel very thankful and you don't know what to be grateful for and you don't know how to praise God because right now you're just angry and you're frustrated and you're hurting and I understand and I see you and I am right there with you um but I want to give you some encouragement from from God's word that I think will hopefully help you um be encouraged enough to at least at least give just a little bit um, because sometimes that's all we've got. So John 10, 10 says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. And I start with that because I think it's important to remember that God is not the one that is stealing and destroying and killing and 
and taking and it's really easy to blame him because it's like god you could stop him you could control this but obviously there's a greater reason that you're allowing this to happen um but it's not him it's it's satan and it's spiritual warfare that we are up against and i think that we need to to remember um who is taking from us so that we can lean into god even more because ultimately he's the only one that can defeat um and he is fighting for us. But when we lean into the lie that the devil wants us to believe that God is actually the one that is taking everything from us, um, it can really sever ties and emotionally and spiritually. And so I think it's really important that we get back to the truth of, of who's actually in charge and and that he's only allowing these things to happen for a greater reason. Um, and maybe it's not even a reason that we're going to understand here on earth, but um we are not just simply sitting alone and our God is not against us. He is for us. And therefore we must praise even through the tears. And I think sometimes all we can say is, God, I don't understand. And I am angry and hurting, but I know you work all things together for the good of those who love you. And I may not ever understand, but I know it makes sense to you. And so I will praise you because you are still good. And all of my strength has to come from you because I literally have none right now. I have nothing. That brings me to 1 Thessalonians 5.18, which says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. When I read that, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, I knew I'm supposed to give thanks in all circumstances, but to hear that that is the will of God for me to give thanks even when I am hurting and even when things feel like they are falling apart. And sometimes that's literally just saying, thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for giving me another breath. Thank you for being here for me even when I don't know how I'm still standing or how I'm still alive if you are crumpled on the floor like I have been many times this week. But we are supposed to give thanks in all circumstances. Psalm 34, 17 through 20 kind of explains that a little bit. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. I think it's really easy to feel like God is not near when we are hurting, but I think that's some of the times that he is the closest and but we're turned the other way. And instead, if we just turned into him and gave into his hug and buried our head deep in his chest, like Hayden's been really sick this week. And he keeps doing this thing where he comes up to me and he just buries his head in my chest and just rests. And I can just feel his body relax. And I feel like that's just an imagery of what God wants us to do with him. Um, that he is near to the brokenhearted and he saves the crushed in spirit. My spirit is crushed right now. And I'm sure you can hear it in my voice because I'm really trying not to cry throughout this entire thing. My spirit is crushed, but I know that the Lord is still near. Hebrews 13, 15 says, Through him, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. I think that's another thing is sometimes praise is just acknowledging God saying, hey, I know you're here, even if I can't feel you. And I feel like that is when we start to feel him the most, um, when we are just continually offering up 
praise. That's one thing I've had to do is I've had a lot of anger and I've been taking that anger out on the people that I love, um, which isn't right. But I think that's something that is natural. It's human. Um, and we can fight against that. And so I feel like every single time I've gotten there, sometimes I still let it explode, but I have more times than not this week had to say, praise God, praise God, praise God for what I know is coming because right now it doesn't feel like it, but I know that he is here and I know that there is something good coming. And sometimes praise is a sacrifice and I think it makes all it makes it all the more meaningful to God. Like continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. Like it takes work. You have to dig deep and get that out. And it is hard, but it is worth it. James 5.13, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. I think that's one thing that we have to differentiate is that even like, I feel like everyone says, okay, praise him in the storm. And sometimes it can feel really hard to praise because we aren't cheerful. And it's so much easier to praise when we're cheerful. Um, but I think that James really um, gives us a good comparison there that when we're suffering, we can pray. And not just pray in a way that's asking God to take our suffering away, but pray, praising him through prayer and saying, I know you're coming. I know you will rescue me. I know that you will walk me through this. I know that you will be my strength because you are good. And then when we are cheerful and we're on the other side of it, we can praise him exuberantly and with grand gestures. But when you are suffering and you are broken and you literally have nothing left and all you can do is pray that that is enough. John 16, 33, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. God knew that we were going to have tribulation. God knew that we were going to struggle. God knew God knew about everything that we were going to go through. And that is why he came and he has overcome the world. And that is a beautiful promise. And that is why we can praise him. Hebrews 13, 5, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. We were reminded so beautifully this week um, that God is here and that God loves us and that God cares for us and that he can make something out of nothing sometimes and that he is orchestrating in the background. And I think that's one of the things that we probably stress about the, the most is money. And I know that's something I stress out about a lot. And it's just really cool how when you don't focus on it, that God surprises you. Um, and I'm not saying that that's like a an absolute, but I think that there is something beautiful that when we are content with what we have and we take our eyes off of the love of whatever it is that we're idolizing, even in a worried way, um, that God comes in so beautifully and reminds us that he never leaves us and he never forsakes us. And he does provide even out of places that feel like complete drought and that feel like there is nothing more to be given. And that leads me to Philippians 4 19, which says, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And that really just speaks for itself. Every need. 
God will not let a need go unmet. And sometimes we cloud our needs and our wants, but God will not let a need go unmet. He will supply every need, even when you have no idea where it's going to come from. And like I said, God is orchestrating and moving in the background. And even when you cannot see him or feel him, he is still there. It is up to you to pursue him. It is up to you to get in your Bible. It is up to you to get back to praise. It is up to you to pray even when you have nothing because it is a two-way relationship and God is so gracious and he reminds us and he hugs us and picks us up and even when we aren't coming to him first because he loves us and he pursues us as well but we have a role in that as well and I think it's so important to remember and not just push him to the side. So this is a little longer than I expected it to be so I hope your drive to the store was long. I hope your pie making or whatever you're doing is going well. And I really hope you do have a beautiful Thanksgiving day tomorrow, even if it does not look like what you were hoping for, even if you are disappointed, even if things go unmet. Um, I hope you realize that God is good and he loves you and he is going to meet every emotional and spiritual need and physical need that you have um, according to his glory in Christ Jesus. So. I love you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. You are so loved. Thank you so much for listening this week. You know the deal. If you want to share, contact me. If you want to be on the email list, head to my website, RileyQ.com. If you want to share with a woman who needs to be strengthened and encouraged, do so. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to leave me a little gift this week, that would really mean the world. Um, And then subscribe and come back next Wednesday for a new episode. So, I'm so glad you're here, and I want you to hear me so clearly this week. You are wanted, you are needed, and you are loved. I see you, and I hear you, and God sees you, and He hears you, and you, my love, by the grace of God, by His grace, you are enough. <laughs>